guys, hello and welcome back to Mummy Jojo Uncut Mojo Injection, episode 40. Woohoo! I'm Jojo Fraser and I'm here to help inspire you, motivate you, give you a mojo injection with my phenomenal guests every week and open up our minds, judge less, live more and attract more positivity into our life because it's good for us and it's good for our minds and we're talking all about the mind this week. Mindfulness-based living. I've been doing a course with the Mindful Enterprise and I have Gary Young, the founder, with me today sharing some fascinating insights about how adopting a mindfulness practice can really enhance every aspect of our well-being, physical, mental, emotional health I'm talking about. Um, And it's so important to me because trying to become a better person, to keep a growth mindset, to remain confident, to tell anxiety, to pipe down and all these thoughts because it's not our fault we have a mind as as we discussed today. And the course I've been doing Um, all about, you know, this mindfulness eight-week course is really, really encouraging of adopting regular mindfulness practice, which allows us to have a greater sense of calm, feel less stressed, an increased capacity for tolerance, both at home and at work, Um, developing a better relationship internally with ourselves and hopefully with others as well, resilience, um, to be better equipped to manage day-to-day life. And it's such a good course, I can't recommend it enough. I will put links everywhere so you can see that if you are local and you're in Scotland or Edinburgh and you would like to do this course. Um, But yeah, I have loved this conversation. I want to thank Wagamama for supporting this episode, for having us in for an amazing mindful eating session, looking after us where I launched the podcast. Gary and I had a great meal. We used our chopsticks, we ate slowly, we ate mindfully, and we had fantastic conversation that day. So I'm delighted to share with you some of the insights into Gary and his passion for mindfulness and his energy, which is infectious. I know you're going to love this episode. I know there's a lot of demand for this episode from the messages I've been getting. Please give it a star. Gary deserves hundreds of stars. He's amazing, really inspirational and a role model for practicing mindfulness. It shows in the way he is and fascinating to hear him talk a bit more about his relationship as well. Um, Yeah, I just love this episode. So dive in, guys. Get comfortable if you're in the car, in the bath, going for a run, trekking. I know some of you have been training and trekking wherever you are. Just take this time now to get your weekly mojo injection and be kind to yourself. Much love. Right, here we are again. Um, what an almost eight weeks it's been actually doing your course. So yeah, the course is called Mindfulness Based Living. Yeah. Um, I certainly, when we met in December, realised that I needed more mindfulness in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and to set aside actually two hours every Monday to sit with you and learn more, to practice, to be immersed in practice... And just to be open-minded to what could come up, I didn't really know what to expect, but it's a powerful course. Yeah, it is powerful, for sure. Um, I think, you know, when I did, when I did, when I did the eight-week course, it, 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 it was as all, every week something new and something different was coming to the table with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, it was, um, it was such a, a light bulb moment for me in terms of why it was going to be so useful for me in life and why it was going to be so useful and powerful for other people as well. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people been doing this for quite some time. So mm-hmm. I'm relatively, you know, in the grander, uh, you know, scheme of things, newer to the, to the uh, you know, to the table with this kind of stuff in terms of... Um, you know, trying to share it with other people. Yeah. And um, it just felt so um, aligned yeah. um, in terms of um, a practice that could help me to, I guess, live life in a way that allows you to manage the difficult moments, mm-hmm. allow you to become more 
self-aware. Yeah. Um, self-familiarisation, I think, is one of the most important things we can we can explore to make sure that um, we get the most out of our life, how we can realise our potential. Um, and I think this is one of the this kind of practice is one of the missing links from our education system to yes. help young people to really connect in with who they are on a more deeper level. Um, and from that place, I think we can grow and develop with um, the, the, the skill of mindfulness and it will help us in any, any aspect of our lives. So, um, yeah, it's a, it is a powerful eight-week journey. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of people out there maybe starting to get a sense that it could be an interesting experience for them and a useful experience for them, but some people are still a little bit held back with it as well. Yeah, and I can understand why. I mean, I've certainly had a lot of people write to me, I can't wait to hear more about the course and what your mm. thoughts are at the end of it. Yeah. And quite a lot of has come up for me and other people in the course. Um, but I just think it's really powerful. But you do need to kind of push the ego aside or go mm. in with an open mind um, and I think some people will think, oh, it's still a bit woo-woo, but if you were in a different culture that you know, meditation is just normal, it's just a standard mm. thing to do, yeah. then it would just be, yeah, yeah, whatever. For yeah. me, I was just, yeah, let's see, like yeah. mindfulness, I've written about it a lot, and I've, I said in one of the chapters of my book, I think this word's only going to get buzzier. It's only going to, you know, we're both passionate about seeing it in schools. And mm. um, So for you, what was the light bulb moment where you realised, right, I kind of need to stick with this mindfulness practice i think it was the 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 awareness of all the stuff that it was bringing to the table so we start to be able to see ourselves more clearly yeah we start to be able to see our patterns of thinking our patterns of behavior um and that journey is not all smooth mm -hmm. as you as you'll be aware um but hugely worthwhile yeah. because what's the alternative the alternative is we stay as we are yeah. and we still keep encountering the same kinds of experiences that perhaps we don't want uh -huh. so is staying in that state of being better and more safe yeah. than actually going the journey of just just going into the obstacles with a op more open mind mm -hmm. and not being too hard on yourself as you go through that journey so mm -hmm. treating yourself with self-care as you go the journey understanding that we came into this life inherited a lot of stuff mm -hmm. uh, that we didn't ask for mm -hmm. um, and we're now uh, human beings just trying to make the best of our lives mm -hmm. and bring the best of ourselves to as many different situations as we can yeah. I think that's commonplace across um, you know humanity so this is the this is the interesting thing about about where I really got this sense that when I started to see more clearly the things that I was doing, some of the motivations that were driving, the things that I was doing, understanding a bit more of my needs and how I was trying to get them met, yeah, not always in the most, um, um, not always in the most um, productive ways. Um, I just embraced the fact that this was going to be something that could help me to change. Mm -hmm free myself from some of the things that I inherited mm -hmm. through the ancestral line, free myself from some of the, the egotistical sort of behaviours and, and, and ways that were going to, yeah, just allow me to live my life in a way where I was being more heart-centred in, in, in the way that I was parenting, mm -hmm. in my relationship, dealing with other people. Um, and you know, I think the I've had I'd had enough of my life up to that point where I'd had anger flowing through me mm -hmm. just due to other things that had been perhaps been going on in my life, even from childhood. You know, trying to trying to deal with different situations, with sort of illness in the family and and, and different stuff. Um, and you develop these these identities, don't we? We yeah. kind of start to create these identities for ourselves and. We develop these, these 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 beliefs, these core beliefs that many of which are limiting the self-limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. So it was all of that and more, just to start to seal that stuff more clearly and be able to then look and say, well, what are the what are the positive things mm -hmm. about me that I want to keep developing? Yeah. What are the things that I want to let go of? 
Yes. And this is the practice that can help us to do that. Yeah. I remember, like, a kind of light bulb moment for me was when I was, like, anxiety had always... That was a limiting belief. And I could mm. understand, as you're saying, look back to your family and see where it came from. You know, my dad suddenly loses his eyesight when he's 19. Mm. My mum, you know, her dad went to war. And she was like, so you can understand why they're both very, very anxious. And I picked yeah. that up. Yeah, for sure. And then you go, well, actually, I don't want to be that person because... Mm. It's looking within and, and finding out who you really are. Now, we both believe we have a soul. Some mm. self-development books say, you know, it's all your brain. Um, but I believe, you know, that happy space that I'm meant to be in where I'm spontaneous and I'm loving people and the lighter energies like joy and happiness mm. and forgiveness, mm. calm, all these great things that mindfulness points towards. Mm -hmm as opposed to the really heavy energies that suck the life out of you, like yeah. judgmental behaviour, a lot of it from the ego, yeah. um, yeah. and all this negative stuff. And I was I messaged you this morning about, because we've got this mind, mm -hmm. and we're speaking the other night, we, it's not our fault, we have this mind, mm -hmm. which makes things a little bit lighter already, because you go, right, okay, this is the way we're wired. Um, and the brain, what is the difference for people to understand that are new to mindfulness, between mm. our brain and our mind. Mm. So the brain being the physical uh, organ that, that, you know, that resides in our heads mm -hmm. um, and you know, is, you know, it's firing all the time based on you know, things that are happening in our experience. The mind being this um, invisible um, thing which is more like this, a transcendent world of thought, feeling, emotion, um, uh, and and everything we've experienced through the five senses is filtered through the mind. Okay. Um, and um, and the I guess the mind is the language of the brain in terms of how the brain communicates messages to us, mm -hmm. um, based on all the things that have been uh, captured and all the experiences we've had. And mm -hmm. um, so it's a yeah, it's a big. Uh, big ocean of things that are swimming around in, 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 in the mind and, um, and just coming into our awareness at different times. Many, most of the time, it can be quite involuntary. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't ask for it mm -hmm. um, to, to say or bring to our awareness the things that it is. Um, but it's all, a lot of it is, is, um, is just echoes from the past, really. Okay. Um, and if we think of ourselves as a young child, um, you know, young minds are, are very, you know, we, we pick everything up. Mm -hmm. Consciousness absorbs everything. Mm -hmm. So words that are spoken to us, yeah. situations that we witness, all that stuff is yeah. just being absorbed um, and is there on some level um, um, and then can just come back into to conscious awareness at different times. Sometimes even the subconscious mind can be can be dictating a large part of, of our day-to-day behaviours mm -hmm. and how we respond to situations, react to situations. It can come from some subconscious, mainly the subconscious, um, mm -hmm. uh, which is all the stuff that's just been, you know, embedded in there from maybe some quite strong feelings that we had in our in our younger years. So, so what makes some people say, right, I don't like all of those parts, I want to embrace self-development. I want to sign up, because I can think of loads of people I would love to do the course. Mm. Um, but what makes someone say, oh, right, I'm going to go for this. I'm ready to embrace change in my life. Yeah, so I, I, think, <clears throat> I think embracing change and, and being motivated to try and become your best self, I think, I think is, is, is what we should all be aiming for. Mm -hmm. um, I think when, it's when we resist change and we resist evolving um, in line with how the universe brings experiences into our lives, if we resist those um, and, and try and not go with the flow of life, that's when the problems start to, uh, to, to, to come for us. That's when our suffering can be heightened. Yeah. Um, that's when we can start to get a little bit too... Um, I think we start to get too caught up in identity, the identities that we created for ourselves, mm -hmm. and people find it difficult to shake those off, to move beyond those, when mm -hmm. maybe, even on some level, maybe realise that this isn't really me, mm -hmm. this identity that has been formed and created 
normally from childhood or adolescent years. Mm -hmm. um, and the universe is bringing different experiences into our life yeah. that is often asking us to shake off some of these role identities that are not serving us anymore. Yeah, and to be open mm. to going a different way. Open to going a different way. And if people want to go down, use this as a tool to develop their themselves spiritually, mm -hmm. um, that involves radical change. Mm. And not just maybe doing a little bit here, a little bit there. Some, yeah, you can do that, but when you step into that world of committing to that path, because maybe on some level you recognise that that's the path that we should all be going down, mm -hmm. um, if we want to become a self-realised human being, mm -hmm. um, whatever that means for each individual, um, for me it means that we need to completely eliminate the, the ego from, um, from ourselves. So goodbye ego? Goodbye, yeah. Over time we just have to keep working to just eliminate it. Because it's the ego that that prevents consciousness mm -hmm. from flowing. Okay. It traps consciousness. And when we're operating through ego and reacting to situations, um, we are feeding that beast even more. We're feeding more energy into it. And we're not allowing our, you know, our full um, potential to, to, to come through and flourish. And that is our essence, which your soul, whatever... You know, that is our, our true essence of who we are. Mm -hmm. Default states of joy, happiness, all that kind of stuff. That is our default state that we came into this world with. Uh -huh. Imagine like a little baby coming yeah. in. They're just, you know, it's, they're, it's just pure consciousness. Yeah. They've not been, you know, they've not been... Um, screwed up. Yeah, they've not been <laughs> screwed up and got all the baggage with them. But if we imagine that as our default state, mm -hmm. all the things we've, uh, we've acquired over our time mm -hmm. takes us more and more away from that state, those states that happy spot where yeah. we're meant to be in. Yeah, because we get, we get distracted with all the, the stuff that's going on around about us and, you know, dealing with difficulty and all that kind of stuff and um, experiences that we have then dictate some of the parts of our psychology that start to develop mm -hmm. quite strongly mm -hmm. in us. Um, and I think once we get to that point of saying it's time for change yeah. and I want to just try and become my best self, we need to just commit to that fully and be open to whatever that experience brings brings to us. Comes up. But um, yeah. we speak about, you know, drive and having that desire to succeed and do more things. Do mm. we not need some ego for that or can we do that without the ego? I think we can do it without the ego. And the reason I would say that is that I think in our part of our default system, we have this drive system built into us mm -hmm. to, and it's helped human beings to evolve mm -hmm. um, and create things and, and uh, to, to this point. Uh, and I don't think, you know, you know, without it, we would just be lying around and not getting much done. Mm -hmm. So we need, that, we need that, that, that drive system to kick in and help us to, to get on and, 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 and be successful, whatever that means for you. Successful to me doesn't mean about um, how much money you earn. Mm -hmm. um, it means it means how how much of service you are to other people. Mm -hmm. Purpose, isn't Purpose, it? Purpose meaning um, how the work that you're doing to serve other people is going to enhance the planet mm -hmm. and enhance the lives of other people to help them to grow in mm -hmm. some way. Um, and I think there are people who have been serving others all the way through their lives mm -hmm. and not not earning that much money mm -hmm. um, through doing it. Um, but if it's in line with their deeper purpose in this life, then they will have been getting joy mm -hmm. and contentment from that. They're richer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think this journey of success and constantly striving to be better um um, personally, to be to be to be to be better, mm -hmm. um, I think there's just subtleties around that. About if we're constantly striving to be different than we are, mm -hmm. constantly comparing ourselves to others to be better, mm -hmm. that's not the better that I'm 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 talking about here. Yeah. It's about it's good to strive to want to become our best selves. Yeah, that's an in, that's an individual journey yeah. where we're not looking at other people in, in on that journey. Yeah, just, it's our journey. Stop yeah. looking at others. Yeah. Stop comparing. You yeah. are 
your person so focus on finding your purpose and yeah. that place where you're serving others you're happy you're in your flow yeah it's working within you're working on your inner environment mm -hmm. to continually to strengthen yourself um, so that you can feel joy and happiness on a, on a, a regular basis mm -hmm. and that's your default mode yeah we'll have these moments where emotions will, 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 will arise and sometimes challenging thoughts will arise and feelings and, and, and that's all part of being human. Mm -hmm. uh, but if your default state is happiness and joy, mm -hmm. how do you how do you how do you how do you find that? Mm -hmm. And it's really about, you know, trying to you can create something wonderful for the world and for other people that then makes a lot of money. Yeah. You can do that. Great. So what if you want to go and stay in the Caribbean island? Mm. What if that makes you really happy? I mean, I would love to go on one of those holidays. Mm. So does that mean I'm not being mindful or where's the balance? I think we, we have to understand what, what it is about life that we in, really enjoy mm -hmm. and we have to tap into that and then um, I love travelling as well, mm. I love to be abroad on holidays, I love to be by the beach, I love to be on mountains, I like to be in the water you know and connecting with nature and I think we all we all need that um, so you know we can't judge the decisions that other people make in terms of how they spend their money and what they choose to do think if they're you know I think we have to nourish ourselves mm -hmm. um, with leisure time whatever yeah. that means um, I think when it becomes when we're continually maybe traveling and going away but not dealing with ourselves at the same time mm -hmm. we're maybe all this going away and moving away mm -hmm. is perhaps because we're trying to run away from ourselves in the process and mm -hmm. um, so again there's subtleties to, to that what is our motivations for for going away yeah that's good I like that what so what's your motivation for going away my motivation for going away is I, I like to explore other cultures I like to explore food in other countries mm -hmm. I like to feel warmth on my body. Oh yes. Times we don't get that in Scotland, so we have to go elsewhere to, to get it. Um, and 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 also as a means of rest. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's being kind to the body as well. Mm -hmm. It's knowing what the body needs. If we're if we're someone who has who has come into money or we've been brought up with money and we don't have to worry about money, um, and what is it you're doing with that gift that you've received? Yeah. You've been fortunate in, in, in that respect. Are you grateful for that money or are you constantly trying to make more, 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 more because you've got this some 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 goal just to want to have all this cash yeah. and all these properties and all these cars and all these bikes and all these holidays you go. And in the midst of all that, you're not really working to develop yourself mm -hmm. on the inside mm -hmm. and you're not really using that money as a force for good to benefit other people. Mm -hmm. So you've got all the money that you need to do all the things you would love to do, but yeah. you keep wanting more and more and more. Are you genuinely happy on that journey? And are you genuinely enhancing other people's lives on that journey? Mm -hmm. Or are you just doing it to show off? Yeah. Are you just doing it to say, look at all this stuff I've got? Yeah. And posting it online. Yeah. You know, what, what, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. You're not inspiring people there. Um, there's enough people that are engaging in social media that feel demoralised when they're looking at all this stuff. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, people just need to question what it is they're doing, why they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, and from that place, we should get a clear sign of, do I need to continue doing this? Mm -hmm. Or do I need to do something different? Mm -hmm. And what about people, you know, with a fear of money? So perhaps people that have a lot of money, mm -hmm. but they hold on, they're, they're mm -hmm. scared to spend it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's it's, it's an ego it's the ego state again, you know, this kind of, this fear of, of fear, it's lack, it's this uh -huh. fear of, of lack, of, of not having, and uh -huh. um, quite often, quite often the remedy for, for, for addressing that is to go with it, go in, inward, because they're too busy, we're too busy caught up in not having material things on the external world, mm -hmm. but maybe because there's a lack of connection to self on the inside, Mm -hmm. people don't understand that sometimes that's where they need to go to get their answer yeah. to free themselves from that fear they need to go inside and they need to you know they need to become more connected and more contented on the inside do mm -hmm. the inner work that's required just to 
just for that fear just to, to evaporate. Because mm-hmm. we spoke the other night about, you know, fear. And um, so there's the fear side and then there's the drive and then there's the comfort. That's right. Yeah, the threat, the drive and the soothing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that was powerful, actually. It is. It is a powerful model, the Paul Gilbert three circle model. It's a, it really, it really, it's so relatable to everybody, isn't mm-hmm. it? We can mm-hmm. see when we're in high drive states, uh-huh. when we're just constantly on the treadmill, achieving, doing. Yeah. Um. Sometimes, as we know, that can be quite a hard. That can be quite a hard thing to jump off. Mm-hmm. That was me last year. It was, it was loads and loads, launches, lo- and come Christmas, and I took the break, and then I thought, oh, I'm getting all those thoughts again, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with having goals and stuff, but yeah, for me, sure. when I really looked within, I thought the balance isn't right. Yeah. I need more soothing in my yeah. life, which was partly why I booked the, the course. For you know? sure, and it's one of the kindest things we can do for ourselves is to book ourselves onto something like that, mm-hmm. because it's our time in those two-hour lessons each week yeah. Where we we just be with ourselves. Uh-huh. Okay, we're in a group setting, but it's you know it is a really it's a really supportive environment, isn't it? It's lovely, and mm. just to be able to speak your truth and say, mm. well, this is on my mind, or mm. you know, a meditation. This came up, like mm. I spoke about when I was uh, this little girl, this happy girl, and I've got this photo on my head. And I remember on holiday, I was just fancying all these guys, and they were going to define my holiday. Mm. And don't get me wrong, love, romance, and all that, great, great mm. times. Um, and I speak to a lot of people that were the same, mm. but. A lot. I was thinking, where did that come from? That I wasn't enough, and I always needed someone else. Um, and was it the the media? Was it the fact that my parents had been married, so I felt like happiness. I need to get married. Mm. Um, was it all the songs like Kylie and Jason in my mm. time, especially for mm. you? And I'm thinking, right, that's what I need in my life. But actually, there's so much more to me than just yeah, yeah. kissing guys, and you know. Yeah. Well, that's the way that society, the model's been set up. It's a, it's, a, it's a consumer model to get people to continue to want more. Mm-hmm. And there's also this model of, of ideals in terms of meet people, settle down, have a family, buy a house, buy a car, mm-hmm. get a job, um, buy more stuff, mm-hmm. keep upgrading, keep buying more stuff. So... That's the that's the, the, the model that we're, we we have rammed into us mm-hmm. through you know through 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 our, you know all of our many years to this date, but when we start to step back off that uh, out of that program because it is a it is a it is a mind control program effectively, um, when we start to s- step back from that separate ourselves a little bit from that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do the start to do more of the inner journey mm-hmm. uh, to really connect with self fully. We can start to see where our motivations are coming from, mm-hmm. and these needs that we have sometimes, and how we want them to be met. Yeah. What what is the, what does this mean? Does this mean that I need to do a little bit more work on myself just to make me really properly love and accept myself? Mm-hmm. And then from that place, I won't. I'll I'll have these moments where I come together with males or females or whatever and we'll have you know we'll have good times and fun but it comes from a place of um, self-security yes not insecurity and if you get dumped or whatever or uh, it's not you know you just let it go it's not the be it all and end all of your life that's right but I mean heartbreak is a thing isn't it it's a natural of course course, and it it almost has to happen to most of us at some time in our lives Uh to help us to see things in ourself mm-hmm. um, it, it's information mm-hmm. um, and it can make us more resilient as well you know when we get a wee heartbreak and mm-hmm. um, you know it's a test of how we cope with that mm-hmm. do we either make that define us for the many years that follow that moment uh-huh. or do we learn from it and find the ways to move on from it past it yeah develop ourselves in some way Uh what it was bringing to us develop ourselves in some way that means that the next experience that we have we're attracting a new experience into our reality we're we're attracting a a different person Mm -hmm. into our lives coming from a place of more stability Mm -hmm. so what we're giving out in terms of our um, you know our desires Mm -hmm. um, are more stable and therefore we will attract 
a like scenario often. But yeah. I, I'm a great believer that we meet people at different stages of our lives to to learn from them, for them to learn from us. Um, sometimes relationships need to end because they're they're only supposed to be for mm-hmm. a period of time, for both people to get some kind of learning from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, hopefully, we find our life partner, which is the one that, for me, life partner is should be about not somebody that has a dominance over the other partner. It should be a you know a relationship of of equals mainly. Does that exist though? Because thinking of all the relationships and the divorce lawyer and um, podcast with De- Debbie, she was brilliant. But um, uh, there seems to be a thing. Opposites attract. You need one diva. You need one laid back person. Uh, you know, I hear so many different stories. What mm. What's that all about? Uh, well, for me, that you know, they do say sometimes opposites can can attract and and and, and can work out, but you know, just only from, I can only speak from my, my own experience really and um, I would say that um, when you meet somebody who is somebody who can really help you to grow, mm-hmm. they challenge you in a good way mm-hmm. to help you to keep growing mm-hmm. and they accept the flaws and the imperfections and you do the same with them, mm-hmm. you're not trying to change them to be the person that you want them to be. Uh-huh. It's about helping them to become the best person they can be. Mm-hmm. With what they have. With what they have and still love them for it. Yes. And love them. I think there's a lot of the problems that we've got out there at the moment because there's not a lot of... Love is something that obviously comes from here. Mm-hmm. Really genuinely comes from this place and not this. I was... I was when I was involved in other situations of relationship situations, I hadn't learned properly how to love a person mm-hmm. from from here. And I've had a lot of partners in the past thinking back, they didn't know how to love me. Yeah. Too controlling, mm. block wouldn't let me in, yeah. barriers, mm, totally, um, yeah. all that stuff. Mm. And it gets to a point where you think, yeah. can't do it That's anymore. Right. Yeah, I think they, if we've not learned how to deal with our emotions well, that can mean that we're a bit distant mm-hmm. from our partners and not allowing, you know, fully allowing another person to get to get in. Uh-huh. Maybe we've been hurt in the past and we don't want it to happen again, so we put a bit of a, a shutter or a barrier up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all that is, is, is limiting in terms of our relationships. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it can it can be, it can create conflict, it can create, um, you know, difficulties in communication, it can, you know, all these things. And I think I think relationships fail, um, because people can't maybe they're maybe too focused on their own needs, mm-hmm. and rather than um, trying to understand how they, they can help each other to to, to, to grow into to, to something really aligned and special. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know I, I you know knowing the partner that I've got now and the ways that she challenges me, um, and the way that she. She's gentle when she needs to be, and sometimes she's to the point when she needs to be. And yeah. I, and I, and I, and I, you know, I love her for that. But that, do you think that it's mindfulness because you're both into mindfulness, or? Mm. I think mindfulness has helped us incredibly mm-hmm. because we were both we both had a lot of ego going around going about us when we when we met. Okay. You know, there was the egos were strong. Right. Um, and both of us and both. She's an Aries and a Taurus, um, both quite strong leadership um, signs, and we both wanted to lead. So we were right. banging into each other sometimes, and uh, you know, it was a bit of kind of. But mindfulness has been so helpful to soften mm-hmm. a lot of the stronger characteristics in both of us, which mm-hmm. means that we can, we can really collaborate more, um, and things are a lot, you know, are really harmonious. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, but the, the the egos have to be eliminated over time. Interesting, interesting. Because yeah. I, you know, my mindset probably last year as well is there's no perfect relationship. All couples argue. It's quite and and then Scott and I did a podcast together, and he said, "Oh, that they're lying if they say they don't argue." And um, maybe that maybe that does exist. Yeah, I I think. I think arguments again. It's it's it's, it's ego. 
Mm-hmm. Arguments just, are ego. Yeah, Powerful statement. Are. I love that. Are just ego. I think we can have, we can have, debates and discussions. Mm-hmm. Argument. The word argument to me is 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 just means conflict and and it's it's maybe I need to try and be right, mm-hmm. which is ego. Um, uh, you know this need to try and prove your point when the other person is maybe sees it from a different uh, perspective. But what if you really do believe you're right and your partner's being wrong? How do you... So you may say, right, okay, ego, be quiet, but then does that not mean you become a doormat and you're never happy if you don't speak your truth? No, I think you... I think there's a... Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a point where you state your case and you say, mm-hmm. this is how I see it. Mm-hmm. Through, in, in my world and through my perspective, this is how I see this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think the key is how we communicate with one another. Okay. To allow that our position still to be heard, uh-huh. um, and we don't become passive and just allowing people to, you know, to 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 take the upper hand or walk all over us or whatever. It's just about knowing our boundaries, but mm-hmm. basically saying this might be a situation if we if we if we if we look at this situation through both of our eyes. Mm-hmm. I'll try and look at it through your eyes. You look at it through mine. Uh-huh. This is what I see. And then looking at the other situation, this is what yeah, this is what you see. Uh-huh. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see a bit of that, and and I think it's a, it's about trying to be really open. Yes. And not narrow in your view or this need to be. It's got to be my way, got to be this way because what I've learned over the last, particularly over the last two to three years, mm-hmm. um, is that in the grand scheme of things, I know very little. And um, when we start to acknowledge that in ourselves, mm-hmm. we can start to allow the ego side to, to quieten a bit mm-hmm. and just be really open to the fact that we don't have all the answers. We don't mm-hmm. know everything. Um, and sometimes a situation can be left in that we don't have to agree, mm-hmm. but we've just looked at it in two different perspectives. Yeah. And that's how we can just leave it. Yeah. Until maybe another bit of factual information comes to the table that, crystallises it. So being open-minded is really good for our mental health. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that when we become too set in our ways mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you know, talking about this fixed mindset versus mm-hmm. growth mindset, when we have this fixed mindset, the, the ego is prevalent and uh-huh. um, this need to be right, the need for it to be our way, Mm-hmm. We have a lot of preferences, and mm-hmm. um, we need it to be this way, not that way. We like these kind of people. We don't like these kind of people. All these preferences love that. Love that. actually make us judgmental. They make us suffer mm-hmm. ultimately, and um, because we we have expectations on how situations should be, mm-hmm. and if it isn't our way, we don't like it. Yeah, I see a lot of that in people. Yeah, yeah, and it just it triggers suffering in us we mm-hmm. just suffer we, it can spoil a night you know we can yeah. get somebody and we're like oh you, you've not got that on the menu today and you, you know and, you, and you're like you know you get pissed off and, you, and, you're, and some people can get grumpy about stuff oh, like that you know raging, rather yeah. than just go I'm going to be really open to whatever's here tonight yeah and, you know I'm going to try this sorry sorry we don't have that tonight oh, okay that's fine I'll, I'll you know, look at something else you don't have chicken yeah yeah and then we get all it's for you, you know, mum you start, you start getting all moody and complaining and oh, yeah. it's like what, why are we doing that yeah we're just we're just feeding the darker sides of of the you know of, of our of our sort of character there we're, f- we're feeding the, the darker sides of humanity where we start to just moan and complain about stuff that, that just isn't our way mm-hmm. mindfulness is hugely hugely important and beneficial to help us to free ourselves from the need for preference mm-hmm. I love that just allow the experience to unfold in the way it is and just be open to, to, to receive in any which way, way it comes I love that now, something that came up for me this week in a chat with an academic, mm. now, is this another label? I don't know. I'm an academic, I'm not, but what she was saying was, I've always been an ap- academic, so academics are meant to question everything. So that's what makes us the way we are. We have to question absolutely everything, which makes me more of a black and white person. And I thought that was quite an interesting statement. Um, what's mm. your take on that? 
there's a role identity. I'm an academic, mm -hmm. first and foremost, and I think, um, you know, that's, that's ego, mm -hmm. pride, you know. I'm an academic, just depend, you know. People with letters after their name quite like, you know, some people just have letters after their name and it's like, yeah, I did this thing and I passed some tests and exams and I've got these letters, but, you know, and I'm proud of my achievement, that's great. Um, but they don't have to keep telling people about the letters after their name and the role identity that they've got because that just is a, a constant reinforcement of that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's particularly necessary. Mm -hmm. um, um, but... Yeah, I, I think that can sometimes make people, I think arrogance can develop sometimes from that if people are not checking themselves, if it becomes a little bit of an unconscious thing, oh yes, I'm an academic, <laughs> and, you know that. So, but I think, you know, there's, there's lots of academics out there, people who are, you know, have done a lot of studying and mm -hmm. they're learned individuals um, and have got a lot of, a lot of knowledge, but... Do you have to be one or the other? Do you have to be a creative type? Can a creative person be academic? Yes. Yeah, Can sure. an academic person... You know, it, yeah. it seems to me just labels. Yeah. seems the sort of bull that we're kind of... Yeah. Oh, so... And then it gives yourself an excuse to be a certain way. Yeah. Because I question everything. People yeah. dub me as all creative or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Who cares what people dub me as? Yeah. I can, you know... Yeah. But I think we all have these instincts in us. We all we all have this innate ability to be creative in our own ways. Mm -hmm. We all have our own you know ability to 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 be intelligent. Uh -huh. Um, depending on what we've um, explored and learned mm -hmm. throughout our lives. Um, but um, I think I think I think it, in terms of questioning everything, I think it is good to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, um, I think it is it's definitely not good to just make assumptions mm -hmm. and just accept that things are in the way that they're being um, fed to you, mm -hmm. particularly through the media, mm -hmm. particularly through um, in, in school. Mm -hmm. um, I think young people should be encouraged to, 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 challenge, to, to challenge in positive ways and ask questions. Mm -hmm. If we don't develop that ability within us to challenge, to be critical thinkers, to whatever... That's, that's dangerous mm -hmm. um, we need to develop that in our young people and unfortunately the current education model doesn't always allow for that okay. in some places it might do but in the main it doesn't it's about we're telling you this information you need to believe it you need to remember it and then you need to recall it when we're testing you on it mm -hmm. that's not learning mm -hmm. that isn't learning so this is where the education system moving forward um, has to be radically changed. Mm -hmm. The mindset has to change. The way that we're teaching has to change. Mm -hmm. um, it should be facilitation uh, and, and, and sort of just guiding, but young people are intelligent enough to find their own way. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they just should just be guided. Um, and... Um, so I think the I think this is a problem in society because um, young people who are brought up in this model um, not to question things mm -hmm. then just take it at face value all the stuff that they're seeing and being fed through all the different channels mm -hmm. um, and that that's concerning because their 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 version of reality and truth is distorted. Yeah. It's 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 not the it's not really what's going on. So how can we parent or be a role model for kids in our life? How can we jazz things up a bit? Yeah, to to be a role model and um for our children, we need to keep working on ourselves. Ah, uh, that I totally agree with to you. To grow. And if they see, because if you just talk, like if I say to Bonnie, exercise is really good for you, but she doesn't see me going to the gym yeah. or going for a run, yeah. what's the point? It's exactly. the actions, isn't it? Yeah, the, uh, we need to, our, 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 our words and actions need to be aligned. Mm -hmm. um, they need to be consistent. Um, if we want our, and, and again, this is something that I'm still battling to find the balance on. If I mm -hmm. want my son not to engage in his phone or watching the TV as mm -hmm. his two main sources of, pleasure or yeah. leisure time uh -huh. then I need to I need to think about my phone usage even though I'm doing business related things on it I need to really think about that mm -hmm. um, so we can't 
you know, we can't be sitting on our phones and shouting at our children to come off their devices oh, and yeah. things like that. We just can't. We have to make sacrifices. And it starts with us. So anything we want to see in them, anything we want to, to, to see grow in them, has to grow in us first. Mm -hmm. So we have to do the work. Mm -hmm. And when we do the work, they will benefit from it immediately. And it's, it's an energy. Like, it's an energy. There's an energy behind this stuff. Yeah, and they see it. I'm just thinking of simple things like chopping more vegetables. Oh, this yeah. will make us feel really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see your point. I'll yeah. help you chop or just yeah. yeah. Let's we're going to put the phones away for the whole day and we're going to go on an adventure and we're going to be really fun today yeah. and not work. And they go, oh yeah, okay, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. In everything you do. Yeah, and and we talked earlier about this the threat, the drive, and the soothe model. Mm -hmm. Quite often, the people who really get burnt out, mm -hmm. um, and I did it myself, you know, when you're too in high drive and, 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 and threat, you know, is in there where there's constant deadlines and demands and, oh, yeah. you know, worries and fears and will it, will it work out, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That, without the soothing component where mm -hmm. we're doing things every day that allow us to soothe, we jump off the treadmill of activity, and we soothe ourselves out of um, threatening situations, emotionally threatening situations, and we allow the body to come back into balance, yeah. to become rested. Um, we, we need, to, we need to, to have that in our lives and we need to role model that with our children as well. Mm -hmm. If the children see us just constantly working, 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 90 to the dozen, mm -hmm. not a lot of soothe time. Mm -hmm. um, if the children, if we are really stressed and anxious, the chances are our children will be stressed and anxious as well um, because a lot of this, the, the ways that we think and feel is a, is a genetic component um, and I have a lot of adults that say to me when they know what I do, oh my, you know, my daughter, my son, they'll say really anxious, really stressed uh -huh. and I, I, I always just reflect briefly on what I'm seeing in front of me, uh -huh. I'm saying, you also look very stressed, very anxious person as well. Yeah. So when you do the work on you, mm -hmm. that's step one. Mm -hmm. And then you might see a, a difference in the, in the child. Um, sometimes it can be really just as, as quick as that. Yeah. If you're depressed and feeling low and stuck in life and all that kind of stuff, is there maybe some manifestations of that in the child as well? Yeah. So we have to keep growing and evolving. So yeah. the key for parents is to, I know, and it's, sometimes it's really difficult. Mm -hmm. This personal growth journey can be really quite difficult at times. Because it's attacking their ego almost in a way, saying, well, you know. We have to strip ourselves down uh -huh. as part of that process. Yeah. We have to lay ourselves bare, yeah. question who we are on the inside, question mm -hmm. why we're doing the things that we're doing, become more awake. Mm -hmm. to the things that we're doing which is mindfulness that's mm -hmm. becoming more aware of what's happening while it's happening um, because most of the things that we do when we're not awake and aware are, are reactive and mm -hmm. they're based on our inbuilt programming mm -hmm. the subconscious beliefs that are just in the background but lead to us behaving and acting in different ways most of which we don't even notice in ourselves it's just mm -hmm. unconscious it's just part of our operating system and we're just going about our lives doing these things without even thinking. Autopilot. Autopilot. So mindfulness brings us out of that. We start to see more clearly. And from that place, we can start to make different choices that really invigorate us, help us to grow, help us to be more of service to other people and help our children. Mm -hmm. we, need to, we need to, because they have inherited the genetic component of mum and dad. Mm -hmm. So some of the struggles in mum and dad are also the struggles in, in, in our children. Mm -hmm. So if we don't do the work to get over these obstacles and heal ourselves from whatever we need to heal from, mm -hmm. learn from, grow from, our children coming up behind us will have these same challenges to face. Yeah. So the, 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 the incentive for parents is if we do the work, mm -hmm. we directly and positively impact our children to the point where they might not have to learn that lesson because uh -huh. we've already learned Power, yeah powerful powerful stuff yeah. yeah wow i could talk about this all day yeah, and i think could. we're out of time we and we're, we're going to sing so um oh thank you so much no you're problem. amazing your course is amazing i'm going to tell everyone about it there'll be lots of content coming as i process thank you. 
the past eight weeks and we have our full day as well on yeah, the 16th. Yeah, coming as well, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, it'd be great. But um, why did you, which song did you pick and why? Oh, just for a bit of fun, Fleetwood Mac, Don't Stop. Just, oh. um, just yeah, I, I like it. Every time it comes on, it, I get, it, it energises me. I love it. Don't stop. Don't yes. stop. Right. I think we should just sing this off. Yeah, we'll sing it together. Amazing. You have been fabulous as always, so thank, thank you, you so, so much. Thank you. Yeah. Ready to go? Let's go. I'm excited. I'm excited to be mindful.